This is the Ed Milet Show. Well, today's going to be awesome, you guys, for a few reasons. Um, the lady sitting across from me is one of the most important people in my life. One of my most cherished, cherished friends in the world. Maybe even my bestie, if I'm being real. Um, and so having a conversation that I get to share the two of us together with you today is an honor. She's been on the show before, and it was one of the most downloaded. At the time, it was the most downloaded show of all time. Her story's incredible, in case you don't know it. This is a woman who basically went from, first off, she was adopted as a child, but she went from being a waitress at Denny's to a billionaire. And so she's waiting tables at Denny's, and many, many years later, through a whole bunch of struggle, and ups and downs and rejections, this woman ended up selling her company for over a billion dollars to L'Oreal and became the first female CEO of that company at, at that time and has become one of the most prolific influencers and speakers in the world, male or female. But most importantly, she's somebody that I trust and I admire and that I go to for advice. And so, Jamie Kern Lima, welcome back to the show. Ed, I love it. Okay, I'm going to start crying before we even... <laughs> this is a Big day, a big episode. I'm so excited yeah. and um, honored to be here with you. So thank you for having me. It's always. great to have you. And the reason it's a big deal is not only because we're here together, but you all are getting the worldwide announcement and premiere of Jamie's new book that will be coming out in a little while, in a few months, but you can get access to it right now. Jamie's got a new book out. It's called Worthy. And it is going to change your life. And you can get, because you're in my audience and we're such good friends, you are the first people in the world to hear about this book anywhere in the world. You can go to worthybook.com forward slash ed. And by the way, before we get into this epic conversation, if you go do that right now, you're going to get access to a unbelievable opportunity, which is a event with Jamie and I, just the two of us on Zoom. You can enjoy out of the comfort of your home and the two of us together will be pouring all our inspiration and strategies onto you if you go get that book right now. So worthybook.com forward slash Ed. Did I do a good job right there? Yes, it's so good. I'm excited yeah. and um, and it's live. I love this idea. Yeah. You and I are going to be live yep. on a Zoom, yep. just you and me with just the people listening and watching right now and yep. um, it's going to be powerful, right? It is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. So you're a billionaire. You're a wife, you're a mother, you're a friend, you're a keynote speaker, you do all of these things, and everybody's coming to you for advice and guidance and coaching. Why did you write this book right now? Because like, like you need another thing on your plate like nobody does. So why did you do this? Self-worth, mm -hmm. feeling like you are enough, right? Mm -hmm. I think at our core, so many of us, men, women, doesn't matter how successful we are, doesn't yeah. matter what we've accomplished, mm -hmm. right? If we don't believe that we are enough, at our core, mm. we'll never be happy, we'll never be fulfilled. Mm. Um, and here is this huge epiphany I've had in my life mm. over, you know, through accomplishing so many different things, things I thought would finally make me feel enough, all of that. Mm. And what I realized, Ed, is in life, and this is universal, I believe this to my core for every person who's with us right now, um, in life, you don't rise to what you believe is possible, mm. you fall to what you believe you're worthy of. Wow. And I just, you know, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, I want or this or that. And I realized at my core, I either sabotaged them or I never went for them because deep down inside, I actually didn't feel I was enough. Mm -hmm. And so this is a book that is years and years and years and years of the making. It's yeah. a book that 
is packed with stories I've never shared before and, and lessons that had I not learned them the hard way, I could have never gone from Denny's waitress, as you mentioned, to, to building a billion dollar company because I wouldn't have believed I was worthy of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And in life, it's like so many people focus just on, okay, you got to have clarity on your goals and dreams. And that's really important. You have to have clarity. Um, or, you know, you need to know your why. And that's also really important to know mm. your why for what you're doing or your mm. why for every hope and dream and goal. Um, and it's like, okay, no, now you got to take massive action. <laughs> it's like you do. You do have to take massive action. But those three things, knowing what you want, you know, knowing why you want it, working really, really hard or taking action, they're important. They're critical, mm. but they're not enough mm. to actually get your goals or hopes or dreams or the kind of life or relationships that you want to happen. Mm. Because if you don't believe they're possible and you don't actually believe you're worthy of them, mm. you'll never get them. A hundred percent. Right? And if yep. you get them, but you don't believe you're worthy, you'll you'll lose them or you'll find a way to sabotage them. Gosh, so. you guys, go back that last two minutes. What she just said is a 100% truth. It's a hundred percent true. And just so you all know, Jamie does not brag. Just, you cannot get Jamie to talk about herself. You can go five, six hours, and we're like, okay, we're going to talk about you today. And you, five hours later, you've been talking about yourself because she's she's just that way. And when she went away, we were together, and she went away a few weeks later and wrote the book, the beginning of the book, and she called me. She goes, I'm just going to tell you something. This is good. This is going to be unbelievable. I'm so <laughs> damn excited. And for her to tell me, by the way, I think I'm the first person that's read the book outside of like, you know, you and your family. And I have to tell you, I told her, I said I was crying reading it um, because there's stories in there about her struggling with her own worth that she's never shared before that are incredibly vulnerable, very courageous stories to tell. And at the same time, um, she's Jamie's a tactician. And so there are strategies and tactics in this book, some of which we're going to cover here today, that'll help you with this worthiness concept. So I'm asking you this. I'm just curious. How about right now? Mm. You sit in front of me. You've had all these accomplishments. Do you still have any struggles with this stuff? Like to this day, with because stuff I teach people how to get better at, most of the time it's still stuff that I'm working on myself and I struggle. So, does yeah. Jamie Kern Lima still struggle to this day with her worthiness? Every single day, every single day, and a little less every mm. single day. I think it's a lifelong journey. And here's a huge breakthrough that I'm going to share. Okay. First on your show, I've never spoken about this before, but it is powerful. It's changed my life. Is there is a massive difference between self-confidence and self-worth. What's the difference? Okay, so here's the thing. And y'all, when I had this breakthrough and really started doing the work here, it changed everything in my life. So self-confidence, right? It's 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 deeply internal, of course. It's a trait, um, but it is most closely linked with external things. So, you know, the willingness to try, the confidence to try, the willingness to go for it, how you assess things on the outside, meaning how you assess your strengths, your skills, how you compare to others, right? Your, your self-confidence you build, and it's super, super important, but it is most closely linked to things that can fluctuate that aren't always in your control, right? Mm. Like there's a boxer story about how, mm. you know, the boxer that, that wins is automatically 20% more, uh, you know, better a better boxer because yep. all of a sudden they believe they are, yes. right? Self-com- but all of a sudden if that guy loses or that woman loses, mm. you know, three or four times in a row, their self-confidence can fluctuate. Mm. And True. your self-worth is deeply internal. It's believing you are enough exactly as you are. You are enough. You are valuable. You're worthy exactly as you are. It's deeply internal and it doesn't fluctuate Mm. based on external things. Now, here's the big breakthrough. 
you can be. So for anyone listening right, I'm gonna get fired up. I'm gonna yeah, jump out of the seat. <laughs> jump out of the seat. For anyone listening right now, if you are someone who is like, okay, when this thing finally happens, then I'm gonna be enough. You know, when mm-hmm. when when I finally get married or have the kids or I finally hit a you know seven figures in my business or eight figures or nine figures or ten figures, when I finally get my six pack, when I finally yeah. right, and then you get that thing, and it's like, okay, it's great for a minute. Yes. But it's never quite enough. Yes. It's because you have built confidence. You have built confidence in that journey. Now you have confidence in your in your body and your six pack. Now you have confidence in your business, but your self worth has not changed. And you, there are so many people, and this is me most of my entire life, where I thought if I achieve enough, mm. I'll finally feel enough. Yeah. <laughs> if I achieve, if I accomplish this thing, if I build a billion dollar business, if I feel confident in a swimsuit, whatever it is, then I'll finally feel enough. Mm. But you can have all the confidence in the world and you will not be fulfilled if you do not have strong self-worth. Wow. And that is huge because- Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Can I just say something? Uh, wow. Uh, you just described me. Yeah. Like even now. Yeah. I've worked, that is awesome what you just flipping said right there. Holy smokes. Because you and I talk all the time. You've never said that to me before. Whoa. So sorry, you guys. (laughs) So I just want to say this to you. I have really built a lot of self-confidence, but I don't know that I built that much self-worth. And so it is why I haven't enjoyed a lot of the successes that I've had. And to the extent that I have, and you too, man, you are on there. Do you think the self-worth thing for most people is not all of it, but do you think a lot of it is shaped in childhood mm-hmm. from experiences? Because I know being raised by an alcoholic, mm-hmm. it's pretty hard to have a lot of self-worth, right? Because I don't think my dad had self-worth. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't want to assume everybody knows this. Tell them a little bit about your childhood. Mm-hmm. And do you think a lot of this has shaped self-worth early in our lives? I know there could be an event later where you're like, I just lost all my self-worth, he left me, yeah. or I went bankrupt, or she, cheated on me or whatever it might be. But I do think a lot of it can come from childhood. It can. It's also though reinforced our whole life. We're yes. in the, we're in a culture that rewards when you do things that get external applause. They're almost always tied to confidence or productivity mm. or things that are external. And we grow up believing that if we do those things we'll be happy. Every single, you know, commercial or ad or most companies are based on on you know you achieving an emotion if you get this thing but it's mm. almost always external and then we're raised by by families often whether they're well intended healthy or not uh, we've never learned this You're we've right. never learned this where did you get and this distinction from huge breakthrough okay. actually over a really mortifying embarrassing story I've never shared before okay. um, that has to do with Oprah and okay. and uh, and and by the way, Ed, I want to say this is something I believe affects everybody. I think that you know, if you really, I don't want to get too granular here because yeah. we'll be on for hours. Yeah. But you think about, you know, I mean, look at our country, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's something that we have to pursue. It's not like, oh, we shouldn't innately be happy, right? There's so many things all around us. I don't want to get started. I didn't come here to look cute today. Let's go. I'm like fired up. But here's the thing. I There's so many things all around us that tell us if we finally get the thing, if we finally are, you know, whatever, then we'll be happy. And I believe 
I believe a couple things. I believe you need both self-worth and self-confidence, mm-hmm. right? Just because you have self-worth and believe you're enough as you are doesn't mean you're now complacent mm-hmm. and you're like just chilling because that's not a recipe for fulfillment either. Mm-hmm. But if you do not have self-worth, you will never be truly fulfilled okay. no matter how much you accomplish. So you need both, right? So you need both of those things. And this is why... I wrote worthy and it's why it's such a breakthrough because for anyone out there who does not feel like they're enough and maybe you're really good at hiding it because you are crushing it in every area of your life or you're just really good at being the strong one or whatever it might be. But I believe that that deep lack of internal worthiness is why nothing ever feels enough. It's why we don't feel enough. It's why we finally get that big thing and then we're not happy or fulfilled. Or it's why we sabotage things in our life because we don't believe we're worthy of them. And so how this happened for me is, you know, my my whole life I grew up um, watching Oprah in my living room. And that was sort of like, you know, I just my whole life I thought one day you know I am going to interview other people and share their stories with the world and I just always knew and I had this knowing that made no sense but I just knew I would meet her Mm -hmm. I just knew it and I was like this little girl in a suburb in Washington State like everybody else was right yeah yeah yeah, like exactly and and um and and you know when I eventually went, it's a lo- it's a it's a long story that I'll mm-hmm. cut because I want to get to the point of it. Mm-hmm. But I eventually met her at one of her live events backstage, and mm-hmm. after meeting her, I wrote her a very long email, and through sheer grace, it got forwarded, and she eventually got it. And long story short, she invited me to uh, lunch at her house. So this wow. is I'm cutting through a lot of how this happened, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but uh, I had lunch with Oprah at her, at her home. I thought you and... just said I had lunch with Oprah. Did you hear though? <laughs> she just said, just so you know, this little girl who's adopted, who's watching her on television, ends up. You just knew, but knew. now I'm invited. I mean, put yourself in this position, everybody. Whoever your hero is, and that Oprah was your hero for the most part, right? Yeah. Your hero is now inviting you to lunch because it, yeah. it that part of it matters because of the rest of the story, what happens yes. afterwards. So so now you're going to go see Oprah. Go ahead. Yes. I know you're one of the few people on the planet that knows the story. Right. So I'm going right. to share it, share it for the first time. Um, and honestly, it's embarrassing. But, you know, sometimes the biggest struggles or setbacks or mortifying moments or pain we go through is like not just setback. It's really a setup yes. for what we're supposed to do. And, yes. uh, and this certainly was for me. So. I end up going to Oprah's house, <laughs> um, literally shaking in my boots. But also, you know, I was in this moment in my life. <clears throat> this was about um, five years ago, five or six years ago. Super confident. I was so confident. I had just, you know, my company was exploding mm-hmm. and I was so proud of, you know, impacting millions and millions of women and trying to change the definition of beauty in the industry and mm-hmm. all these things. And I was I was really self-confident and and also, of course, crazy nervous to meet her and sure. and really actually sit down and and we had lunch for several hours just me and her and at the very end of lunch at her house she wrote down her her cell number she gave me her cell phone number and uh, said call me anytime you know just like that and I left and I did not call her for four years oh my gosh I didn't call her for four years and when we talk about sabotaging something, right? Yeah. And anyone out there who has done this in some area of their life, in a relationship, a friendship, a career move, whatever it might be, this was like, for me, the person that, you know, my whole life, yes. now I have her cell phone number. Right. 
for four years, I would tell myself things like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't have the right thing to say yet, but when I get the right thing, then I'm going to call her. Or, oh, you know, everyone always wants something from her, right? I'd make up the story I'd tell myself. Everyone always wants things from her. I want to make sure she knows I don't, I don't, I don't want things from her. I'm going to, I'm, 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 I'm here for real, true friendship. So I'm not going to bug her. Or I would always tell myself these versions of why I wasn't calling her. And four years went by. It's incredible. And I had this huge epiphany. I was like, oh, I'm not calling Oprah because deep down inside, I don't think I'm worthy of being her friend. In spite of all your success. Yep. Yep. So at that moment, I realized this was a huge breakthrough because I realized, oh, I have a lot of self-confidence, but not self-worth. Gosh, Jamie. And you can have one without the other. And it's why when you keep accomplishing things or you keep, you know, the thing finally happens, you finally, you know, get that dream relationship, you finally have the kids or you finally have the breakthrough in your business. But you're like, why am I not happy? Why am I not fulfilled? Why is it not enough? Mm. Huge breakthrough for me. And when I realized it, A, I was super embarrassed. But B, I realized that is my head, my own self-doubt, my own lack of self-worth telling me these things. But in my soul... I know I am definitely worthy of being her friend because I'm a kick-ass friend. Like, I'm a ride. You're an unbelievable friend. (laughs) I'm like, I'm a ride or die friend. Like, I, so I'm like, I know in my soul I'm worthy of being her friend. And that was the moment I decided to call her. That's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. So, by the way, we're going to talk about this, you and I, in our live day with everybody who goes to, by the way, I'm going to just do it because she's my friend, worthybook.com forward slash ed. And I'm doing it because all of you listening are my friend. And I want you to have this book. I don't come out this hard on books. You guys know this, right? So I'm telling you, go do it. And then you're going to get the the time with Jamie and I as well. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? Then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a full body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See eBay Motors. Hey, guys, I want to talk to you about Shopify. You know, when I started the show, the furthest thing from my mind was doing online business, and now I can't imagine my life without it. So I love Shopify because they're a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. So whether you're in the startup phase where you're just launching your online store, or you're at that really big business where you're like, hey, we just hit a million bucks in order stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. They've helped me through every single stage. I wouldn't even know what to do without them. So whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered big time. They help turn browsers into buyers. They convert their checkouts 36% better than all the leading competitors. And I've used them for everything I do online. So every single thing you see that I market online, Shopify is somehow involved. I wouldn't even know what to do without them. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mylet, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mylet now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash mylet. But in spite of that day, give me something you've done Mm. 
granular, we'll yeah. go granular, yeah. that has helped you begin to work on worthiness because yeah. this distinction even in prepping for this, the reason I'm doing what I'm doing right now, we prepped, we talked about this, I've read the book, but I don't think I really made this correlative difference between confidence and worthiness. So yeah. what's something we could all do right now, a practice or a strategy yeah. for growing our worthiness level? Okay, let's let's dive in. Okay. And and, okay. and two things, we'll get granular now, but the, the book obviously has so much more. And then it, when you and I do live, and I yeah. want to say thank you for this, I don't think I said thank you off the top, but you know... Um, when you're an author, right? Why are we doing this? It's like, I, I never realized this before I read a book is that um, when you pre-order the book early, mm-hmm. it's 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 a huge gift to an author because mm-hmm. then retailers know like, oh, there's demand Stack for it. it. Up. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so, you know, it's, um, we wanted, I just want to do something really, really special for everyone listening. And the fact that if they pre-order the book and they, they're live on a Zoom with you yeah. and me, it's gonna be unreal. let's dive, like we'll go deep into mm-hmm. self-doubt and yep. building self-worth. I'm so excited. So thank you again for that. So um, my, and by the way, everybody, she's going to give you a tactic right now, but let me just say one thing to you. This is the only show this is the worldwide announcement for her book so i i want to ask you because you know jamie's so remarkable and what you're going to learn and feel today is so remarkable share this episode mm-hmm. because it's the way people are going to find out the book's coming out right so please share this episode you can do it right now and keep listening or keep watching but give us one thing we could do on our worthiness yeah. okay great and it'll go away by the way i yep. didn't even say that yep. sorry but yep. this is like something really special just for pre-orders but it'll go away so if you want to be live with ed <laughs> grab yep. it now they want to be share it they're too. with me all the time they're gonna to want to be with you but okay <laughs> uh, um you know here's a big one for me is is changing my relationship with rejection yes. and this is you know for every person listening when you change your and watching us too when you change your relationship with rejection you change your entire life yeah you change your entire life and and i think you know fear of, of failure and rejection kills so many dreams mm-hmm. it, it 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 keeps us stuck mm-hmm. and you know this was huge for me and so just to take everyone through a tactical let's just let's yep. just go there let's yep. do a tactical yep. exercise okay. right yep. now because this is something that outside of this episode you're going to want to reapply it spend more time on it do the work on it mm. but just right now as you're listening or watching us answer this question to yourself super honestly mm-hmm. super honestly when you fail at something or get rejected what is the first thought that goes through your head mm. very first thought when you fail at something or, or, or get rejected, what's the first thought that goes through your head? For me, most of my whole life, it's, oh, yep, there's proof again. I'm not enough. Yep. I'm not enough. Sounds very familiar. Yeah? Is yeah. that yours then? Yes. Yes. Same? Yeah. Right now, whatever your thought that just came to your mind, right, mm-hmm. that you just, your instant truth, first response, that is your current definition of rejection, right? So for me, it's, oh, uh, there's proof I'm not enough, right? Mm. For for a lot of people, it's something like, oh, yep, I'm not smart enough. I don't have what it takes. I'm stupid. Mm. I'm, you know, X, Y, or Z. I didn't go to the right school. I didn't come from the right mm. family. I don't have what it takes. I'm, oh, yeah, it's because of my weight. Oh, it's be- whatever it might be, right? Mm. We all have this definition of of rejection. And and I want you to just take note of yours right now because this is really powerful. Don't skip over this. This this one thing will change your life. If you take note of what is your current definition of rejection, for me it's I'm not enough, right? Mm-hmm. And Can I tell you what mine's more specifically? Yeah. Just a little bit more refined because yeah. I want to meet you in the middle on it. I think mine is like I don't belong here. Yeah. So it's slightly different, but like I don't belong here. I don't yes. know. I, I think there's probably some things where when I was a kid my dad was like, "Yeah, we don't belong." But 
if I get into an environment, I go, I don't belong here. If it's a big stage to speak on or a room that I'm in or people that are smarter than me, I, I don't belong here. I feel like I just physically, literally don't belong or even yeah. different things I've achieved or levels or like the first time I even walked into a country club I wanted to join. I don't belong here. They don't know the real me. Like, I don't belong here. And so that's, I don't, I just want to give the phraseology from yep. me. Maybe it's, yeah. could be male, female. It could be just person to person that's different. Yes. Keep going. I interrupted you. Yes. I just wanted to add No, that. that's yeah. so good. I think yeah. that sheds a lot of light too for, for, cause get granular with, mm. you know, for everyone joining us with it right now just get granular on what that is for you you know and 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 by the way i have another thing oh i hope we have time i want to dive deep on what you just said (laughs) i'm gonna dive deep in that in a minute with a whole other tactic um but yeah i don't belong here that's huge right Mm -hmm. i don't belong here i'm not enough and at our core we all want to feel like we're enough and will be loved Mm -hmm. right we all need love and belonging we all need to be seen Mm -hmm. and heard and know that we matter Mm -hmm. and at our core, that's a huge one. Did I don't you have belong. the belonging thing? I wonder because you didn't, you know, your birth mom gave you up real early, yeah. right? So, like, did, did you or did your uh, the mother who raised you make you feel like you belonged immediately, mm. or did you struggle with that? At I all? have struggled with that my whole life. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not mm-hmm. feeling like I fit in, not feeling I belong, feeling mm-hmm. I'm different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe you are different, and maybe that's a good thing. It doesn't mean you don't belong, but I am different. You yes. are different. I know you. Yes. By the way. Those of you that are listening, you are different. That's yes. why you're individually you. Yes. Right? That's the, the the thing that makes you different is your special sauce. Yes. Not the thing that eliminates you from the room or the environment. It's what makes you special to add something to your family, add something to a company, add something to another human being. Is these different things about you? So anyhow, you're going it down is, your strategy. And and and, and, all, and and to add to that, it's your it's your superpower. There if you are showing up in this world as your authentic self, by definition, you've never been done before. There's never been another you. Yeah. And we think the thing that is different or quirky or awkward about us is what's wrong with us, but it's actually the thing that's right with us, right? <laughs> and and I don't want to get off on a huge tangent, but yeah. like had I not embraced all the crap that was technically wrong with me, I could have never built a billion dollar company. Like Rosacea is considered a flaw. It's considered something wrong with me. And it's like when I finally started to embrace it and share it and step into it, right? That's when other people felt seen. Yes. I was like, oh, me too. And and and, and I, I have skin challenges or this or that or whatever. And it's like it, there's a whole chapter in Worthy um, about this idea of how you're not crazy. You're just first. I love this. You're not crazy. You're just first. Yes. And and. And oh gosh, okay, I, t- yeah. I could talk about that for hours. Yeah, but, but this, th- the lessons around this will change your life. It's it's why this book just came through me. I'm I'm donating 100 percent of the proceeds. I'm not even doing this to sell books, but this book will change your life, and I'm so fired up about it. Um, but to get real tactical, okay, yeah. back there. So we just did our new definition, or, or sorry, yeah. your your current definition of rejection, um, which for me is like, oh, yep, proof again, I'm not enough. Yeah. For Ed is, you know, oh, I don't belong here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Take note of of what yours is that that came to your mind right now. And step one of of literally changing your entire life. Again, when mm-hmm. I believe this through my core, when you change your relationship with rejection, you change your entire life, mm-hmm. your business, your family, your relationships, mm-hmm. your your goals and dreams ever stepping into your calling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want you to come up with a new definition of rejection mm-hmm. that you are going to, believe is true and remind yourself of every time it happens. And I'm going to give you a couple examples of this. So 
for example, when I went through years of hundreds and hundreds of no's and rejections building uh, It Cosmetics, and uh, I would sit there, Ed, and I would Google all of my greatest heroes or people I thought I had so much respect for, and Mm. as I would read their stories, Mm. I'm like, oh, they've all gone through tons of rejections in their life, right? Every single one of them, right? And, And I came to this realization that the people who succeed the most are also the people who fail the most because they're the people who try the most yeah. and, and keep going. And so I, really I started, true. yeah, and I started telling myself this new definition of rejection, which is, ooh, it's a victory. It means I'm one of the brave ones yep. willing to go for it. Yes. And I started telling myself that every time I call a new retailer on the phone and they're like, mm. oh, no, no, you're not the right fit for us mm. or this or that or whatever. And it would hurt my feelings. It's not that I was immune to being hurt or whatever. But I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm one of the brave ones willing to go for it, which means eventually I'm going to succeed. And I started seeing rejection in this weird way as a positive thing. Another definition um, that I use a lot is rejection is God's protection. Yes. Right? And I use this one a lot, and there are more in my own life, in my own head, right? Mm -hmm. This is something I I tell myself over and over. You know, there's more stories than I can count where I'm like, and, and by the way, you know, it's it, well. One example is it cosmetics. I mean, there was one investor midway through the journey that said, you know, he passed on investing, and I, I thought we were down to almost bankrupt. Right? Yep. We had under a thousand dollars in our account, which was the company and our personal, which meant we had a few weeks left before we went bankrupt, yep. and everything was on the line. And I had this big meeting with a potential investor, and um, and you know the story, Ed. But it's uh, so unbelievable. At the end, you know, he passed on yep. investing, and I, I really was thinking he was going to be like my saving grace. And mm-hmm. he said that he didn't think women would buy uh, makeup from someone who looked like me with my body and my weight. And it was a whole thing. And Wait I Wait a second. Hang on. <laughs> Did you all just hear what she said? Okay. I want you to imagine you struggle with worthiness issues. You've been building this company forever. I just want to make sure, because I think what you're about to tell them, the belief system that you took from mm-hmm. it could change the world. So the first thing is I want to go back. Yeah. Okay. You're not crazy. You're just first. Mm-hmm. I want everyone to just digest that. I want you to hear what this woman said. Who knows about this stuff? You are not crazy to be pursuing your dream. Yeah. You're just first. Yep. And you're probably first in your family, which is why they're the ones who think you're the craziest. You need to accept this. Yeah. Okay? There's a profound... Jamie has this ability to say profound, deep things over and over again, hundreds of them, and she doesn't know. You are not crazy. You're just first. And your family's probably not going to get it. And even in your own company, maybe them they're not going to get it. And so that's okay. The second thing is, this woman's struggling with worthiness all of her life. She's getting rejected like crazy, up and down. She's also struggled, one of her worthiness issues is she had rosacea. She struggled with body issues all of her life, if we're going to get really real with Jamie. Okay? Yeah. She's had body issues. So imagine your biggest insecurity is probably that. It's physical. Okay? She's this gorgeous, you know, beautiful woman, but she doesn't know it. And so her number one insecurity is probably her body issue, at least operating out in the real world. She goes into this meeting needing it. She's down to a grand. Mm -hmm. He not only rejects her, 
He says to you, I'll let you say it again. He tells her the very reason I'm rejecting you is the very thing you think about yourself the most deeply. I want you to imagine this. So go ahead. Yes. And we had gone through meeting after meeting. We went through the Mm -hmm. diligence phase. We were so close with this uh, potential investor who's the head of a private equity Mm -hmm. company. And in the final meeting, he's actually, it was in person. So he's about three feet from me. Um, Paula, my husband, was on the other side. And he says, uh, you know, congratulations. You should be so proud of of this product and what you've built. But it's a no. Uh, We're going to pass on investing. And when I said, can you tell me why? It's usually feedback's a gift. And he got very quiet. Um, and he mm. says, you want me to be really honest with you? Mm. And I said, yes, please. And he said, I just don't think women will buy makeup from someone who looks like you with your oh body gosh. and your weight. And two things, though, Ed, okay, because rejections and the pain that they cause can take us out. Yeah. They can take us down. They can take us out. We can keep replaying them over and over and over in our heads. And by this point, I had so many rejections. Uh, This was just one that I thought was going to be my saving grace that Mm. that had he said yes. And I remember after I cried in my car, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I remember telling myself rejection is God's protection. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how this is going to be God's protection. I don't see it now. It doesn't make sense to me now. I needed it to be a yes now. Mm. But I'm going to choose to believe that because if I don't believe that, it, it's going to take me down. I'm not going to get back up and keep going and embracing more rejection and more rejection and more rejection and more rejection, right? And here's what ended up happening. I didn't hear from that guy for six years. The day that L'Oreal bought my company for $1.2 billion cash, because they are a public company, it was all over the press, right? Yeah. Homepage of the Wall Street Journal, everywhere. That was the first time I heard from that potential. Yeah, in in six years, he said, congratulations on the L'Oreal deal. I was wrong. Gosh. And... And what I wanted to say to him, Ed, yeah, right. was, do you remember, did you ever see Pretty Woman? Yes. Um, His, the character's Edward. Of course I okay. saw Pretty Woman. I love that movie. So when that when they, when they wouldn't help her in the store mm-hmm. and, and yes. then she goes back later, yes. what I wanted to say to him was, big mistake. Huge. <laughs> huge. I can give huge. you 1.2 billion reasons why it was a huge mistake. <laughs> but I kept it classy. I didn't say that. Um, but here's here's my point in this. Had he invested, it would have been the most successful investment in his firm's history. But guess what? I was so desperate at the time, Ed. I was, I probably would, we probably would have given the majority of the company for almost no money, right? Because he didn't believe in me, when we sold to L'Oreal, I was the largest shareholder. Mm. So it's like, rejection is God's protection. And sometimes we don't see it when it happens. And so that's, that's one. uh, Can we say something on that too? Yeah. Okay. So, because her and I talk about these things all of the time. First of all, it's one of the most unbelievable stories ever, and I've heard it many times. A few weeks ago, I went to watch Jamie speak. I'm in the front row. Obviously, I'm rooting for my friend. But I got emotional again. I started crying again. And actually, right now, if I'm not careful, I will, because I'm picturing this woman who all of her life has struggled with worthiness. Mm. And then to have someone hit you right where he's hit. But rejection is God's protection Mm -hmm. is one of the fundamental beliefs I've never heard said before, that if you adapt and adopt that belief in your life. It will change your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, listen, we're all carrying around some form of stress, big or small, and you don't want to keep things bottled up. It's healthy to talk out loud with somebody about things that are bothering you or that are weighing on your mind or just decisions that you need to make. And that's why therapy from BetterHelp is one of the most helpful things you can do for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, and it'll empower you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those that have experienced major trauma. Therapy is for people that just want to work through things and maybe learn to make decisions better, work through an emotion that's not serving them right now. 
And so if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, it's flexible, and it can be suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You'll get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't click, you can switch therapists anytime you want for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EdShow today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EdShow. If you listen to this show for a while, you've heard me and my guests talk a lot about how critical it is to have your wellness goals in order, especially lately with me. So you know how powerful visualization is. When you visualize yourself 1, 10, 30 years from now, you've achieved all your goals. Ask yourself this, am I healthy at that point? In your visions, of course you are. But like anything else, without a plan to get and remain healthy, you can't hit the goal. That's why I'm so thrilled to be partnering with Life Force, co-founded by my good friend Tony Robbins and Peter Diamandis. Life Force is a leader in proactive care. The Life Force membership includes everything you need to understand your wellness and help you make good decisions today that keep you on track in the future for your health. Listeners of my show get $250 when they first sign up for their membership by going to mylifeforce.com slash ed. That's mylifeforce.com slash ed. Take control of your wellness with Life Force and see what the healthiest version of you actually looks like and is capable of. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's how much your relationship with rejection matters. My children, both, you get that stage, you know, Max and Bella. Both of them are, you know, hey, they're in college, you're getting ready for their careers. And Max's son said, maybe I'll follow in your footsteps, dad, get into sales in the beginning. And I said, Max, the whole key, if you're going to go into business for yourself, is your ability to deal with rejection. It's mm -hmm. the number one thing. Can you deal with rejection? And what's the story you tell yourself? Because it's not the stories of our life, the events of our life that define it. It's the meaning we attach yes. to it. Our friend Earl McManus yes. had a great post I saw today, by the way, Jamie, where he said, emotions only store in our body when they're attached to a story. So if there's no story, you've had a lot of emotions in your life that don't stick because you didn't attach a story to it. Mm. But when you attach a story to it, so that story you tell yourself. So you take it a step further. This is an all-time moment on podcast she's about to give you, just so you know, guys, okay? So not only is rejection God's protection, mm. but what else did you eventually uncover that you realized about what God was doing on your behalf in that rejection in terms of hiding something yes. from him? You guys listen your life's about to change in this next one minute right here because if you can adapt this true belief system, it's not only a belief, it's a truth about your life. Mm -hmm. Your life's about to be very different, including mine the first time I heard it, so go for mm, it. Yeah, if you're someone that, you know, you are holding on to pain from a past relationship, mm -hmm. a past failure, mm -hmm. mistakes that you've made, someone who did you wrong, somebody, the job you didn't get, the thing that's not going your way, whatever it might be, the partner that screwed you over, whatever it is, right? This definition of rejection is probably the most common one I applied in my life right now every single, almost every single day, Ed, because sometimes, you know what, a friend doesn't invite you to coffee or include you in a group and it, it, it hurts your feelings, right? Whatever it might be, um, this is now <laughs> what I believe um, most commonly when rejection happens in my life. I imagine my creator, God, saying, oh, no, 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 you weren't rejected I hid your value from them because they're not assigned to your destiny. And I believe that, right? When things don't go my way right now, when someone, you know, doesn't give me the thing or want me there or include me in the room, whatever it might be, I, I or doesn't get me for some reason. You know, have you ever tried to make someone just, you want to connect with them so bad, you want them to like you and they just don't? Mm. Whatever it might be, 
I believe this through my core and it has changed my life that I always now hear God saying to me, oh, no, no, you're not rejected. You weren't rejected. I hid your value from them because they're not assigned to your destiny. It's one of the all-time greatest things I've ever heard, and I wish every human being could hear it, and I hope Mm. you share this, everybody, this episode. I want my daughter to know that. I want my daughter to know it so badly that when you walk in a room and a boy doesn't notice you like you'd like them to, or you don't get invited to something, or you get rejected in a sale down the road in your life, or if you're in a relationship and somebody leaves you, God had started to hide your value from them. Yes. And I'm telling you at 52, and Jamie can tell you as a much younger woman than I am, but having a lot of success in her life, it is so profoundly true that that's what God's doing. He is protecting you in that moment by either hiding your value or taking the perception of your value away when they once did. And yes. sometimes in life, to get you out of a relationship or out of a company or out of a job you have, and you've been fired. Yes. You've been fired. Yes. Maybe they used to value and now they don't, and God's removed that value from them to protect you. Yes. It's so beautifully true. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just want it's to say so it. It's so true, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I love what you said earlier. Share this episode mm-hmm. with anyone who needs to hear yeah. this. How has serving people helped you? It's not in any of the things we were gonna talk about, but you know, Probably more than anybody you know, and certainly in your case, more than anybody I know, like we're really doing whatever this is we're doing yeah. for service for you and I. Neither one of us financially have a need to do it. You, I gave away all the proceeds from my book. You're doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, how has service to other people changed your life or created more bliss in your own life? I just mm. want to know that because for me, yeah. I feel the most worthy oftentimes in my life when I'm in the service of somebody else. Yes. You know, I actually yes. feel worthy. I don't always feel worthy that I'm capable of doing it. But when I'm in the uh, effort and attempt to serve somebody, I feel more connected with my own worth when I'm serving another person. Yeah. So, so you know, in book in the book Worthy, there's a whole chapter on fulfillment, right? And first of all, self-worth is the most critical piece because you can do everything right. You can have self-confidence. You can be growing. You can be contributing and serving. But if you don't have self-worth, you're never going to feel truly fulfilled. So you have to have self-worth, which, of course, the book's packed with how do you build that, right? But then you also need self-confidence and you also need growth. You need to be growing, stretching, like in some area of your life. And it could be simple things like growing in your faith or growing in your golf game, yeah. right? It, it doesn't matter what it is. You have to be growing to yeah. feel fulfilled, but you also have to be contributing, meaning doing something bigger than yourself. And uh a lot of people miss that. They think, oh, if I just make enough money, if I just have enough people love me on social media, if I just whatever it might be, yeah. if you are not contributing, you'll never feel that deep source of purpose and fulfillment. And two big ways on how we're like, well, how do I contribute? I have nothing to offer. So many people think that, right? And you and I have a, a friend, Rory, that always yeah. talks about how we're, we're best positioned to serve the person we once were. And yes. a- another way to put that is so often the pain we've gone through, the setbacks, the things that sucked, Right. It's like when we're able to 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 then use those and and, and help other people make them make it through the things we've gotten through. It brings a deep sense of purpose and also understanding of 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 the cadence of the calling of our life and everything Mm -hmm. we've gone through. But also there's simple ways to give back. I mean, literally just smiling at a neighbor. I mean, it is that simple. There are people, so many people, I'm going to cry if I think about this and and talk about this, but so many of us, if you make eye contact, and Ed, you're one of the best people I've ever met at this. I feel like it's why we're so, we're such good friends because we, 
both see this in other people. Mm-hmm. You're one of the best people I've ever met at seeing other people, like truly oh, seeing other we, people. Um, let's just be real. We both know you're the best at that. We're, you're you're yep. amazing at right. it. And, and anyone who wants to go, how do I serve? You know how you serve? Walk into the coffee shop or wherever you're at mm-hmm. and see someone. Yeah. Actually see somebody and just say hi or how are you or you know, I, I I almost guarantee you for some to cry I almost guarantee you for so many people if you walk into uh, anywhere any room you're in today in your life and you actually just see somebody you're probably gonna be the only person that day Gosh. that sees them you're so brilliant I'm, I, you're so brilliant so where I started practicing this was in places like coffee shops mm. because I didn't feel worthy to do it in like business environments. Mm. So I actually practiced it like in grocery stores and coffee shops and I recommend everybody do it. And so let's just say you went to order your coffee and the barista's there. Yeah. Hey, what can I get you? Welcome. And you just take a second and there's a pause. I I do this now as who I am, but at first I had to practice. And so I would let them pause and I'd go, hey, how are you? And I'll just take a second. How are you today? And you look at them and you hold the glance and actually wait for them to answer you. They feel that energy. And the first few times I did it, it was awkward. And I went, well, I'm actually, I get the added bonus to my coffee today. I connected with this human being. Yes. And as I'm walking out, I felt better. I know they felt better, but I felt better. Yep. What I didn't know until I read your book is I actually felt a little bit more worthy. Yep. And then when I went into business meetings, I had a little bit more of the worthy bucket filled up yes. because I did exactly in the exact environment. You go to a cashier at a grocery store. How are you today? Like, And you actually listen and say it a little slower. Hey, how are you? That's not the same thing as how are you? Yeah. And they feel you actually want to know when you care. Yes. Slowing your life down like that. You're like, what's that got to do with business? I don't know. Best person I know at doing that is you. You said I'm the best person you know at doing that is me. And we're two of the richest people in this entire space. So there's some correlative property to it to business as well, right? It's got to be. And and two things happen. You see that other person. So now all of a sudden you're in service of something bigger than yourself. But when you see that other person and they realize it, they then see you. Yes. The moment they realize you saw them yeah. is the moment they see you. When you actually see someone else and in that moment they realize it and then they see you mm. you actually feel seen and here's something that is 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 so powerful and profound and huge when we realize we do this in our lives yep. is so many of us and I'm talking about no matter where you're at in your career or your goals or your ambitions or the version of, of success in your life that the world celebrates right whether it's having the kids and the whatever mm-hmm. it is no matter where you're at um, in that like we are so tempted always to actually still live our lives hiding in plain sight Never actually showing who we truly are, never actually allowing our true self to be seen, right? Just showing up with the parts of us that that the world celebrates and we start creating barriers of disconnection in our lives. But more than that, right? And we wonder why we're not fulfilled in relationships. But more than that is we create a barrier of disconnection with ourselves. We don't actually see ourselves. And and just to give this analogy um, for everyone listening, right? For you, for me, for everyone, everyone watching us is maybe you remember the moment 
as like a little kid in class and think back to when you were a little kid, maybe three, four, five, six, seven, eight, the very first moment when you knew the answer, but you decided for the first time ever not to raise your hand because you thought, well, what if I'm wrong? What if I get made fun of? What if I no longer belong after I do that? And that is the, the, for so many people, the moment that self-doubt starts to set in, the moment we become aware of these things, the moment we start to start to shrink our, our self-worth and, and our self-confidence. And so that moment we start hiding in plain sight. And then what does that look like today as an adult? For a lot of people, it looks like, oh, you're on a Zoom meeting with your team and you have an idea, but you don't raise your hand. You don't share it just in case it sucks, right? It looks like, oh, you're the boss and maybe you're crushing it and you're hitting numbers every single quarter, but you actually have some novel ideas to innovate and move your company or your industry forward, but you're not going to do them because you're scared to take a risk, right? Because you're crushing it now. That is hiding in plain sight. Mm. It looks like maybe you're the the extrovert that walks into the room and can entertain everyone else, but no one actually knows what you're really dealing with. Yes. Right? You're hiding in plain sight. That's the most profound thing. You said that the other day. I do feel like people hide in plain sight. Yep. By the way, ask yourself, am I doing that? Yeah. Am I playing small? Am I shrinking? Do I not raise the proverbial hand in so many moments in my life when I could step forward? and take my power. And and to add to that too, Ed, is when you ask yourself this, right? What are the ways you're hiding in plain sight in your life? And it might be in work. It might be in your romantic relationship. It might be in your friendships. Do you know how many people feel like they've got to play a part to fit into a friend group? But then, then they feel lonely because those friends actually don't know them for who they truly are. There's so many ways we're hiding in plain sight so often in our lives. And the most important thing you can do is not just identify it. Um, And I take you through so many exercises on how to do this in Worthy and the book coming out, which you can pre-order now and get a special live Zoom with Ed and me if you do it. Worthybook.com forward slash Ed. That's right. And it's going to go away. So it's just, so do it now. But um, I, I go deep in this because the most important thing is not just to identify in your life all the ways you're hiding in plain sight, uh, all the, the you know ways that self-doubt is impacting your life, but then to identify what is hiding in plain sight already cost you yeah. in your life? Yeah. What does it cost you in your goals and dreams? What does it cost you in the, the depth of connection you have in your relationships it's and in your friendships, it's right? What does it cost you? Mm-hmm. And then when you really go through the work of going, what will it cost you mm. five, 10 years from now if you don't change and you start really opening your eyes? The, 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 we're, we're always wired as human beings to avoid pain. And when you, when you really do the work here and you understand what it's going to cost you, what it has cost you, what it will cost you, that pain will be greater than the pain of, you know what? I might get rejected, people. I might lose some friends. I might be embarrassed. People might not get me, but I'm not going to hide anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to show up and I'm going to be seen. Like, mm-hmm. not just the parts of me I think I need to be, but like the true parts of me. I am so blessed to have friends like you who sharpen me you. all the time. That is so, so, so important. And also, you don't need to hold out for a hero yep. In order to go after your dreams, you don't need it, it. It's an excuse. It's a lie. It is an indication of unworthiness mm. to believe that we need somebody else 
before we're enough. Yeah. Or or once that, you know, person shows up and and I'm married, then I'll be enough. Yeah. Once once I have kids in my life, then I'll be enough. Once I get that dream mentor, then my business will take off. Yeah. All of it is a lie. It's 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 a it's a lie that leads to self-doubt. Yeah. Um and it's why I wrote this book, because it's packed with truths that wake up worthiness. Yep. Because when you, again, when you, you don't, you don't soar to the level of, of your hopes and dreams in life. You always will plateau at the level of your self-worth. Yes. And when you get that right, it changes everything. And by the way, I'm getting so fired up, not to like go into the personal growth world or anything, but so, so what I realized is like so much of the work you hear thought leaders doing around overcoming limiting beliefs, you know, you, you know, you might have a limiting belief that you're, you know, you'll never make a lot of money or you're too young or too old or to, whatever it might be. You can do all the work of overcoming those limiting beliefs. But if you do not do the work on overcoming the limiting beliefs about worthiness, it does not matter because you can accomplish everything again and, and, and go, okay, I believe I'm smart enough now. I believe all the things. Those are building your self-confidence. Yeah. If you don't do that innate work of building your worthiness, then you'll sabotage all the stuff that, that, you, that you bring into your life. Hey, guys, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. You know, in all of my businesses, and I've been blessed to have several of them, I've used Indeed now for a number of years. And the main reason I do it is I, if you're like me, I don't want to waste a bunch of time interviewing people that aren't qualified for the positions that I have. It's one of the hardest jobs in the world, right? Or they are qualified, but they're not interested in making the move at the given time. And so with Indeed, you have a thing called Instant Match where they match you with quality candidates within 24 hours, and you're in front of people that want the job, that are qualified for it, and that you probably want to hire. I wouldn't go anywhere else. They've delivered great candidates to multiple businesses that I have right now. So here's what's great. Listeners and viewers on my show, you get a $75 sponsored job credit right now to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Milet. Just go to Indeed.com slash Milet, which is M-Y-L-E-T-T, right now. And you can support our show by saying you heard about Indeed here. That would be great, by the way. Indeed.com slash Milet. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. And the last thing, because we're going to run out of time, but I want to make sure they hear the great hack of the book. So mm -hmm. there's all these micro strategies in the book that I would call. They're actually huge strategies but for me in my life i call them micro compared to the big one and in the book and by the way she's not telling you this but she she actually considered for a while julia roberts career in pretty woman she's had a conversation about it so um it was probably not a very serious one but it gets to that extent in our lives when we lack worthiness so the great hack in your life though of your self-worth has mm -hmm. been what what's it been this is around faith. Yeah. yeah, it's around faith. And this is a big one. How many and, you know, this is, I think, a universal principle, Ed, no matter what faith people practice mm -hmm. or if you believe in the universe, whatever it is, I still think this applies to you. Um, for me, I'm a Christian. I, I believe in mm -hmm. God. And I, so I'm going to use this as the analogy. How many people do you know? that say they believe in God, say they're Christians, they believe God's word, but then they literally struggle with self-doubt. They they feel unqualified. They, all the things, right? They talk themselves out of their own truth and their own destiny. I think that in life, you can do all this work that's important. You can work on overcoming limiting beliefs. You can go to therapy if you're, if you're, if you're blessed enough to be able to do that. You can do all of this work on, on figuring out how to believe you're enough. For me, the quickest hack has been if you truly believe God's word, if you truly believe it, 
right? For example, God who says, you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, you're made in my image. You can do all things, you know, through Christ who strengthens you. If you believe those words, but then you doubt yourself and you doubt you're enough. Okay. Who are you doubting? It is impossible to believe God's word and then believe you're not enough at the same time. Right. right? Yeah. You, you, what is that old saying in Western movies? Like you can't ride uh, t- two horses with one ass or something like that. <laughs> it's some saying I can't remember, but it's like, you Even can't they didn't say it. We're using that one. <laughs> you can't have one without the other. Mm. You cannot say you believe God's word, but then say, Oh, I don't feel like I'm enough to walk into this room or I don't belong here yeah. or I don't have what it takes or I'm unqualified. So for me, the quickest hack is this. Anytime, and by the way, this happens to this day, anytime I'm about, about to walk into a room and I start to think, oh, I don't know if I belong here. I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't know if I'm worthy of being in this room. I instantly tell myself, who am I going to believe? My thoughts in my head or God's word? Which one? Wow. I've got to make a decision right now. Yeah. Who am I going to put my stock in, my worth in? Who am I going to believe? Wow. Right? And for me, it's the quickest hack because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to. God in faith, right? Because self-doubt and, and, and self-belief or faith take the same amount of energy to believe in something that hasn't happened yet. Yes. So which one are you going to believe? Really? Right? Yeah. So so in that moment, I'm like, okay, you know what? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like I, I'm made in his image. I have everything it takes inside of me right now. I belong in this room, right? Because mm. when, I, when I remember who's walking in that room with me mm. and I know I'm never alone, it. right? It's like, oh yeah, I belong in every room. And, and this can come down to anything. It can be the thing right now in your life you're procrastinating on that you are doubting yourself over the first, maybe you're, maybe right now you're listening to me and Ed and you're going to write the first word of your book because you're going to make the decision to stop hiding in plain sight, right? Whatever it might be, when you tell yourself, who am I going to believe? Because so many people say, say they're a Christian or they believe, but then they doubt themselves out of their own destiny. So you're, so, so who are you believing? Because you're not believing God. Right. You're believing your own thoughts. And so for me, it's the quickest hack is asking yourself in any moment, who am I doubting? Who am I really doubting? Right. And then making the choice of who you're going to believe your own thoughts or what God says about you. And so and for me that I hear him in my soul. Right. And my knowing I'm not going to trust my thoughts, which will always tell me I'm not enough. I don't have what it takes. I'm all the things. Right. Mm -hmm. But in my soul and in God's word, it's like, oh, yeah. You're more than enough. I'm more than enough. Every one of us is more than enough. We're fully capable, fully qualified to walk into any room. We have what it takes. You know what I mean? And and by the way, I believe when you listen to that and you walk into that room, even if it becomes a disaster, even if you fail and fall flat on your face, even if things don't go your way, I don't believe it means that that knowing is wrong. Mm -hmm. I think it means that you either learn your next lesson you needed to to, to learn, right? Your next lesson. So it's either either your next right step or it's your next right lesson. Mm -hmm. And I believe when we trust that, it's how I've gone from Denny's waitress to building a billion dollar company to enduring hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rejections along the way. Mm -hmm. And people not just saying you're not enough or you're not the right fit, but like not come back later. No, it was like, no, no, don't come back ever. A lot of the stores, right? (laughs) But it's like believing this and believing it, making the decision, not just to believe it's possible, but to believe I'm worthy of it. And using a lot of the tools I've never shared before. They're in this book worthy for the first time ever. It is how I kept going. It's how I, I, I learned to believe I was worthy of some of the things that finally actually happened and then learning to enjoy them on the way. And 
when I taught the course, Oprah did call me. I, the first time I called her, by the way, it went to voicemail. I was like, oh, I waited four years and it went to voicemail. Um, but 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 we did talk on the phone, and 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 she has called me, and and I had the blessing and gift and honor of teaching the Life You Want class alongside of her mm-hmm. um, recently on resilience. And I just, I think about the awe of, of what that is, but that it almost didn't happen. Unbelievable. Right? And think about the things in your life right now that if you do not change your relationship with worthiness, may never happen. You're right. Right? Yeah. And that is, why, that is what this book is about. It's so good. And by the way, um, your whole life changes when you believe you're worthy. Yes. And you know, what you just said about, I'll say two things on this and then we're going to, we'll put a bow on it. It was literally exactly what I knew we were going to do today. But my mother-in-law changed that for me. She says, she says, Eddie, either you believe God's present in your life all the time or only some of the time, which one is it? And I said, mm-hmm. well, it's all of the time. And she goes, so when you give that speech that you don't believe you're worthy of, he's with you. When you walk into that meeting, he's with you. Yeah. Anywhere you go, he's with you. And that's given me the comfort and the strength in my life to feel worthy. So you're hundred percent right. And in those times where I have failed, and I did make a mess of it, even though he was with me. I now know from you that what he was doing in those days was collaborating with me to hide my value from them that yes. day. And he was protecting me. And that was God's protection. Those rejections were God's protection. So many things. You're not crazy. You're just first. Rejection is God's protection. The part about him hiding our value. Yeah. Um, from them until the right time or the right person is uh, is the greatest protection of our lives. And that belief system is true. And this notion of all the different hacks, but especially the idea that if, if you believe in God, whatever that version is for you, is God with you all of the time or only some of the time. Mm. And you know that he's with you all of the time or she is with you, depending on your belief system. So I am glad you were with me today to share this time because I know it's reverberating around the planet right now. So thank you mm, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys, if you want a little bit more time with her and I, go to worthybook.com forward slash ed, grab a copy, and that's all you got to do. That's it. That's the whole commitment. You want to get a bunch of them, get a bunch of them. But yeah. if you go there and, and do it, you're going to be spending some time with just Jamie and I where we can dive even deeper than we did here today. So I and hope that you, you all always join us. downplay anything you're part of, by the way. Yeah. This is a big deal. Let me just say this for a minute because mm-hmm. I can talk about you way easier than me. This is a huge deal you're doing this. You are going on a live Zoom. This isn't a huge event with right. hundreds of thousands of people. Right. This is a live Zoom just for anyone on your show right now yeah. who, who pre-orders this. Or anyone this. you share it with. Or anyone yeah. you share it with. That's the thing, Ed. Mm-hmm. If you, like, for everyone listening, if you know someone, whether it is the girls and women in your life, but also the men, anybody who at their core, if yep. they truly believe they were worthy, they'd be unstoppable. Yes. Like, share this with them because this is really special. And it's, you know, we're doing it, you know, when you pre order it. Um, it's, you know, it's such a gift to me as an author, but, and you know, I'm donating all the proceeds. It's more just about, I want to get this in as many hands many as possible. Yep. Yeah. I believe this is a movement. I believe it's no person left behind. If we had a world where people actually believe they're worthy. Mm. Oh my gosh. We'd, I think about. We'd sure treat each other differently. Yes. Too. We would sure treat that. each other. Yes. But thank you. Ed. I want to say thank you for doing this. I you love being you. on a live Zoom yep. with everyone and me is a mm. big deal. Yep. Um, and it's going to be so powerful. And I'm excited for everyone who's going to join you and me um, who pre-orders now. It's going to go away. So do it now and do it now and thank you for and thank you for joining us here today especially you guys because i'm grateful that you're here every single week and i know that every week we do something to inspire or change your life and there's so many things that were said here today that i think some of you will never forget that you need to carry with you throughout your life okay everybody god bless you i will see you soon max out your life this is the ed show 